Home Slice Audio. From the Home Slice News Center, this is the Daily Slice for Thursday, June 9th, 2022. I'm D. Ray Knight. This is what's going on. Today is the 50th anniversary of the 1972 flood that swept through Rapid City, taking the lives of 238 people. Don Barnett was mayor at the time and remembers the horror as if it was yesterday. All the men and I were standing around and we heard this crunch, said Barnett, and the Canyon Lake Bridge floated into Canyon Lake. Barnett says a flood surge ruptured the Canyon Lake Dam. Since then, Barnett says he has spent his time educating people about why it's a stupid thing to live near a creek. Over the years, Barnett and other survivors have successfully fought attempts to again build near Rapid Creek. Fifty years after the flood, he's hoping future generations won't repeat the mistakes of the past. We may be headed for some recounts after Tuesday's primary elections, Amy Rose explains. A couple of close legislative races from Tuesday's primary election will more than likely see a recount. In the District 30 Senate race, only 46 votes separate Julie Fry Mueller and Tim Goodwin. Unofficial totals show Fry Mueller with 2,848 votes. Goodwin has 2,802 votes. If nothing changes, Fry Mueller gets the win. In the District 29 representative race, just 32 votes separate Gary Kamak and Kathy Rice. Kamak leads with 2,102 votes, while Rice has 2,070. Fire destroyed a vacant building on 218th Street in rural Meade County Tuesday night. At 9.37 p.m., the North Haines Volunteer Fire Department was dispatched to the intersection of 218th Street and Coyote Lane for a reported structure fire. First arriving crews found a fully engulfed abandoned structure fire that was starting to burn the surrounding grass in the area and immediately began a defensive fire attack. Due to the structure being abandoned, the decision was made to let the fire continue burning and protect exposures. This fire is believed to be human-caused, and anyone with information is encouraged to contact the Meade County Sheriff's Office. In national and international news, here's the latest on the war in Ukraine. The Speaker of the Ukrainian Parliament has made a vibrant plea for his country to be named a candidate for European Union membership. The candidacy move would bring the war-torn nation closer to the EU without guaranteeing its admittance. Ruslan Stefanchuk told EU lawmakers that failing to give Ukraine a sign of an open door would be a clear signal to Russian President Vladimir Putin that he can go forward without any punishment. European heads of state and government are expected to consider Ukraine's bid for EU candidate status this month. The European Parliament already passed a resolution in favor of making Ukraine a membership candidate. In Washington, members of the House Committee investigating the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection are holding their first primetime hearing to share what they have uncovered about then-President Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Those efforts culminated in the deadly storming of the Capitol. Part of the committee's mission has been to determine Trump's actions that day. Much is already known about where Trump was, what he said, and how he reacted, but large gaps remain. Congressional testimony released so far paints a picture of a chaotic scene inside the White House. A new COVID vaccine may help U.S. troops who opt out of getting vaccinated due to religious reasons. Chrissy Davies has more. A COVID-19 vaccine that could soon win federal approval may offer a boost for the U.S. military, an opportunity to get shots into some of the thousands of service members who have refused the other coronavirus vaccines for religious reasons. 
Already, at least 175 active duty and reserve service members have received the Novavax vaccine. Some have traveled overseas at their own expense to get it. The Novavax vaccine meets Defense Department requirements because it has the World Health Organization's emergency use approval and is used in Europe and other regions. Military officials say many troops who refuse the shots cite certain COVID-19 vaccines remote connection to abortions. A man carrying a gun, a knife, and zip ties was arrested Wednesday near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house in Maryland after threatening to kill the justice. 26-year-old Nicholas John Rosk of Simi Valley, California, was charged with attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice. During a court hearing, Rosk consented to remain in federal custody for now. Rosk arrived by taxi just after 1 a.m. Wednesday outside Kavanaugh's home in the Washington suburbs. Rosk had a Glock 17 pistol, ammunition, a knife, pepper spray, duct tape, and other items that he told police he would use to break into Kavanaugh's house and kill him. That's according to a criminal complaint and an affidavit filed in federal court. Your weather forecast from the Homeslice Weather Center. Mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance of a shower with a high of 75 today, low tonight, 54. And that was your Daily Slice for Thursday, June 9th, 2022. The Daily Slice is a production of Home Slice Media Group, hosted by D. Ray Knight with Amy Rose and Chrissy Davies. Executive producer Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. I'm D. Ray Knight. Have a great day.